This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 13 Days of Halloween is a production of iHeartRadio, Blumhouse Television, and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. Headphones recommended. Listener discretion advised. Good morning, friend. I trust you slept well. No interesting dreams? Well, no matter. After today's exploration, you're sure to be riddled with visions. Step lively now. While we're in the old bathhouse, I warn you not to breathe too deeply. You'll notice that this is one of the only locked doors at the manor. That's more for the protection of our guest inside than for anyone else. Deep breath now. This bathhouse was constructed atop an old hot spring. But it wasn't until completion that the architect realized the psychological effects of the ever-rising gases. At first... It's only a mild lightheadedness. But then, things change. You can hear whispers of something of the beyond. See movements in every shadow. Once, while tidying up, I swear I saw the walls breathing. One unfortunate guest was trapped inside overnight. And by the morning, he claimed to have witnessed the construction of the entire universe saw the future etched in obsidian. Allegedly, he'd met with death himself and declared him a nice fellow who couldn't seem to shut up. Just name-dropping who'd he taken. <laughs> Normally, we would not put a guest here to stay. But, if anything, the vapors seem to have calmed Ricky. Perhaps they remind him of his past. Who knows? Ah, speak of the devil. Hello? Ricky? This is my friend, who wishes to speak with you. Aha, there we are. There we are. Take special note of the markings on his arm. I'll need you to draw them from memory. No pressure, but it's important, so... Well, you two enjoy your visit. I'll come back for your friend before you breathe the vapors too long. <laughs> if you do happen to start to drift, well... Just enjoy it. Ta! 
Hey, he told me I could have a smoke if I talked to you. You got one? I mean, they won't let me keep no lighter here, right? No smokes, no lighters, no nothing. Thanks. So I thought I found a, a real reason to be alive. At least that's the way she made me feel. So we started out with needles, right out of the gate. I mean, it's how we met. She danced, I worked the floor. She thought I was cute, and she liked what I could get for her. We were at it a real long time, keeping our heads above water, you know? I felt like the luckiest guy in the world with this sexy, witch, junky girl, all mine. But it wasn't enough. It isn't ever enough, the longer you're in the shit. She wanted something bigger, said she wanted something that could make her taste the other side. You ever do anything crazy just to make a girl smile? Well, that was my whole damn existence. <laughs> so I did what I could. I had a guy who was selling jackpot papers. Easy peasy, no worries about mixing up too much when we cooked. It's just simple as dropping acid, right? We'd done that lots of times. Her and her candles and her weird drawings and herbs and runes. A brush with the beyond, that's what she kept calling it. We made a date of that night. We lit some candles, got as frisky as we could, and I let her write things on me. I always let her write things on me. We put them stupid little paper tigers on each other's tongues, the whole thing. Let's get wild and weird together, you know? Except I passed right the hell out and she was left to her own devices. And those devices included eating more papers. A lot more. And she always did go harder than me. And she was searching. She said so herself. I mean, she found it. And when I came to, she was sprawled out on the floor next to me. Ice cold. And I'm telling you, she was so cold. Her, her pretty face was laying in her own vomit. Paper still stuck on her damn tongue. Her lips, man, I haven't, I haven't seen anyone go so blue before. It was like looking at a doll. And those gorgeous green eyes were all rolled up in the back of her head. I'm not an idiot, you know. I mean, I had an emergency stash of subs, and I turned the whole damn apartment upside down looking for the dose, and I found it, and I, I did give it to her. I mean, it isn't like I just let her die. It was just, it was too late. It was way, way too late. There she was, dead ass gone forever, all on account of a few micrograms too much oblivion. Or so I thought. <laughs> and... I did not call the cops. Now, I cried a lot, I paced, I shot up, but I didn't call no cops. I dragged her to the bathroom, I washed her up, I brushed her hair, and then I nodded out right there on the side of the tub. It was just a dream at first. She stood there, looking beautiful, sweet, batting those lashes at me, like reaching out. Don't let me go. I can be here with you. Don't let me go. Hold on. I didn't want to let her go. I, I, I also couldn't be keeping a whole damn body around the apartment, you know? I'm not a serial killer. I, I cut off her braid. 
I didn't know why then, but it seemed important to keep something. Like, like, like the Victorians did. She told me about that, you know, memento mori, she called it. And then I went about getting rid of the rest. You don't want to know about all that. And the dreams did not go away. Every time it was more and more vivid. I took to falling asleep with that braid, with her clothes. Everything smelled like her, felt like her. I lit her candles and I brewed her tea. I left her favorite books in her favorite spots, played the music she loved. I did not touch those papers ever again, what was left at least. I, I couldn't bear it. I left them on her little altar. I didn't really know what else to do. It really, really popped off the night that I got shit-faced and braided some of her hair into mine, right? I got no idea why I did it. It ain't like I believed all the weird stuff she did. It just, it just seemed right. I wanted her close to me. I laid on her side of the bed, you know, drunk and crying and drooling all over her pillow. And then I smelled her, okay? Not the memory of her, mind you, her. And there was, there, there was like this, this touch, a voice, her voice. I told you not to let me go, Ricky. I told you not to give up. She was not a ghost, all right? I got to really, really stress that. She touched me. She moved my hair. I fell asleep with her wrapped around me, though I couldn't see her. Not yet, at least, right? <sighs> but that changed. So when I woke up, there she was, standing front and center at the end of, my, of, of our freaking bed. Naked, a little blue, her hair hacked off, just like she looked before I reached out to her and she came to me like this junky angel, blue-lipped and glowing and whispering all the lovely, sweet, filthy things she used to. <laughs> I mean, it seemed like a resurrection. She was just as warm and as firm as she'd ever been. And the more we were together, I mean, the more I, I told her I loved her, the, the heavier she was, the more real. I mean, it was like heaven, man. Everything I ever needed come right back at me, as if that awful night had never happened. She didn't even talk about it at first. I could hardly bear to leave the house. I mean, I didn't want to let her out of my sight. I thought maybe she'd just disappear. So we talked about the old days. She drew those signs all over me, all over the walls, and told me they were for remembering. And funny enough, man, I guess they worked. I mean, she wanted to know all sorts of things, like, what did I look like when I was dead? Did you kiss me? Where am I now? Why didn't you let me die? I didn't let her die. I didn't know how to say that without sounding. And she hit the table with her fist, and her face got all twisted up, and I felt my guts get all cold, like when you know a situation is about to go real sideways. Answer me! She slapped the blue hell right out of me. I shoved her. I don't know what else to do. I mean, she was screaming how I let her die and how I was a no-good junkie bastard and that her mama wouldn't even know what happened to her, that she didn't deserve that. 
but she was right. It, it ain't like she was lying. I had thought every single thing she screamed at me a million times. She threw a chair at me, and I was too damn stupid to duck. You gotta, you gotta understand. I wasn't used to this. We, we hadn't been like this. This was ugly, and I told her so, and she just laughed at me. Told me I'd made her this way. I'd made her ugly inside, just like me. And I ran out of the apartment then, hoping what I worried about before would be real. That that without me there, she'd just go, go wherever the hell she came from. And I stayed gone too, a few days. <sighs> hey, uh, <clears throat> let me get a another one, please. Uh, you don't have to light it for me. It's fine. So, so I came back hungry and, and not hungry and dope sick and smelling like a damn dead animal. And soon as I opened the door, I saw her sprawled on the freaking ceiling, same as she'd been on the floor. Eyes rolled up white, hissing at me. You killed me! 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 Her mouth was bluer this time, covered in vomit. The whole apartment smelled like it. Like, like worse, an outhouse, a slaughterhouse, like bleach, like it did then. My God, man, we fought. We fought like a couple of game dogs, out for blood, out for souls. I mean, she was screaming like a banshee, and I was crying at her to just go the hell away and leave me alone. And she crawled down the wall towards me, all back bent and wide-eyed, whispering words that didn't even make sense. And the ink on my skin, it burned. I mean, it burned like fire. And I screamed at her to stop. I told her I loved her. She kept coming right up over the table, hissing at me. And I reached up and yanked that hair I'd braided from my head, pulled out a huge damn chunk of my own, too. I didn't... I didn't know what else to do, but it sure seemed like a start. <sighs> You'd think, wow, that's it, huh? Break the spell, smash up the junkie witch magic. Hell no. Life ain't ever that simple. She jumped at me, and we went to the ground, and she was beating my head against the floor, calling me a lying, murdering loser, a failure, every damn thing she could think of. And she was strong, man, stronger than any figment of anything had a right to be. But how do you kill the memory of a person? Not with a knife, not with that chair, not with that baseball bat. I set fire to her altar and I threw it out the window and she didn't go nowhere. I ripped up her clothes, she called me a coward. I lost track of how many times I had things thrown at me, how many times this skittering, awful thing that wasn't my girl anymore bounced off the wall and landed on me and beat me into the floor. <sighs> You're never gonna get rid of me, she howled. You're gonna remember what you did for the rest of your filthy, useless life. And that's when I realized I couldn't kill the memory of a person, 
but I sure as hell could kill the person who remembered. The jackpot papers, they had fluttered to the floor when I flung everything else out the window. So I stuffed the papers into my mouth and I told her to go to hell. She wasn't anything with me dead. And it was, it was the last good idea I ever had. <sighs> oh. Well, it wasn't a perfect idea. And I still don't know who got to me before I was gone. But I woke up here, wherever here is, all scribbled up with this. Those are her symbols. I still see pieces of her sometimes. I mean, when I look in, in the mirror, when I close my eyes, somebody's sure as hell carving all this shit on the walls. I didn't do it. He won't let me have any knives. He won't let me finish us off. Not yet. But now you know what I did. What I can do. <clears throat> hey, um, if you wouldn't mind, I'd really appreciate you doing me a favor. Let me let me hold that lighter. Just just for tonight. I mean what could be the Hey, wait. Hey, hey man, come back. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. All right, Ricky, we'll visit again soon. How are you feeling? Different? Did you see the blueprints of the universe? Recognize anything in the shadows? Have no fear, the effects will dissipate soon enough. Though tonight, you will dream of it further. Oh, did you get a good look at the markings? I myself have only seen flashes, but they seem to match symbols left in one of the architect's old journals. We are getting close, my friend. Ascension is around the corner. 
But for now, you must go and take ink to paper and record what you've seen. Show no one. This remains between us. Tomorrow, my friend, there's a special set of stairs that require a visit. Adieu. Thirteen Days of Halloween was created by Matt Frederick and Alex Williams and executive produced by Aaron Mankey, starring Keegan-Michael Key as the caretaker. Today's story was written by Elodie Westover, performed by Adam Laborde, and directed by Alex Williams, with editing and sound design by Josh Thane. Additional writing and script supervision from Nicholas Tukoski. Casting by Jessica Luza. Only five days remain. Tomorrow, another story. The low light still tinted the room orange when I woke, disoriented. My heart pounding with such force I could feel it in my back and in the thick red quilt beneath me. I lay waiting for the nightmare or whatever had shunted me from sleep to fade until calm, until I realized that it was not my heart knocking, but something below, something inside the bed. 13 Days of Halloween is a production of iHeartRadio, Blumhouse Television, and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And learn more about 13 Days of Halloween at GrimAndMild.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.